Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I'm a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and Food Truck 201, Get Off the Truck. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. I just started a series on my book, Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner. We've already gone over chapters one and two. Today, we're going to go over chapter number three. And chapter number three is entitled, Where Do I Find? And I'm talking about the kind of things you got to find and kinds of partners you're going to need in order to be able to operate your business. Because it's not just you buying a box and throwing some equipment in it, cutting a hole in it, going, here we go, we got a business. You need a whole bunch of partners. And these aren't the kind with money. These are the kind with talents and abilities that you need. So I'm going to start with these in alphabetical order. Let's start with an attorney. You may need an attorney. They're going to review any documents. They may help you with a lawsuit if you get sued. They'll help you with insurance disputes, security breaches. If you have credit cards, it's always a potential. So you need to have an attorney in your back pocket. I would suggest for the attorneys and all the other people I'm going to be listing that you seek them out now while you're in the the exploratory stage, while you're in the getting ready to get open stage, because they're much easier to deal with when you're not panicked. At the moment that something happens to where you need one of these folks, you will make bad decisions. So it's much better to have these guys already set up before your business ever goes. So we talked about an attorney. Now let's talk about an accountant. They help you with business plans and cash flow and taxes and business loans. They help you to make sure that you aren't messing up your business. The number one reason why businesses fail is because they don't handle their taxes properly. And I'm not talking about income tax. I'm talking about sales tax. Because of the way that we operate, we have sales tax coming in through Square or our credit card processor. And then we have tax coming in through the cash that we take in. Typically, when you go to make a cash deposit, you should be setting some money aside for your sales tax for that particular day. So you have a second account, and that account never, ever gets touched until you go to empty it to send the money to the state and the county, if your particular county has sales tax. And it could be even the city, but you got to understand where those taxes need to be sent to, and then, of course, set that money aside. Otherwise, you'll join the number one reason why businesses fail, and that is not paying their sales taxes on time. Because if you don't pay them on time, there's lots of penalties. An accountant will help you get that kind of stuff set up. And I'm talking an accountant, not a bookkeeper. An accountant is somebody that's trained in accounting procedures. A bookkeeper is somebody that's taken a 10 or 12 week course and they know how to put things on a spreadsheet and give you little bits of advice to make it sound like you know what they're talking about. You want an accountant. CPA is even better. You're going to need most likely a commissary. Every state requires it. Now what they do with it and what they make you do with it are two totally different things. But here's why every state requires a commissary. You don't have a permanent connection for your sewer and you don't have a permanent connection for your water. You got to get that from somewhere. Now, whether it's an official commissary building that is dealing with lots of other food trucks and has all kinds of kitchen equipment and walking coolers and freezers and all that, or it's just some place that you're picking up fresh water and dumping the wastewater, it's still a commissary. It does something to help you with your business. 
So you need to understand what the minimum requirements are in your state for a commissary and what you have to do to establish that connection with the commissary. Florida and many other states have what's known as self-sufficient. What that means is the food truck can demonstrate that they have a power source that will keep everything powered, the refrigeration especially. And if they have that, then they can keep all the food on the, the food truck or food trailer. And all they can do is plug in every night and the health department goes, okay, you're good to go. As long as you also have some place to hand wash and some place to wash dishes. Other states aren't that easy. They may require you to have a commissary no matter what. So you need to have that lined up. But you need to know at the very minimum, where am I getting fresh water? Where am I dumping the wastewater? And what does my state call that particular procedure? You're also going to need suppliers, and I suggest you get two or three or four suppliers for every single product you need on your food truck. Because no matter what, even 20 years ago, 15 years ago, when we didn't have the nonsense that we have going on right now about this is short and that short and people aren't working and we can't get chickens anymore, 15 years ago, we had short-term supply issues on one or two products. If it happened to be the product that you really, really needed to sell, it was a pain trying to find them. Or you have runs on products like in late December when everybody's getting ready for the New Year's Day celebrations and the football celebrations. You sell a ton of wings, so wing prices go up. Could be that some suppliers run out of wings because of that little short-term event going on. If you don't have yourself set up with two or three different suppliers, you're out of business for that weekend. And it's okay to negotiate prices. It's not like you walk into Walmart and it says, you know, $9.97 and that's what you got to pay. When you're talking to a supplier, you can say, hey, I'm going to be buying a half a ton of this stuff over the course of the next year. What kind of discount can you give me? When you're dealing with local suppliers like a bakery or a produce stand or a meat market or something along those lines, you can cross-promote and help get them to cross-promote you. And if they can give you a little bit of a discount in exchange for that cross-promotion, at least saving a little bit of money on your food cost. And how a cross-promotion would work is, let's say you have some bakery that sells just the best buns in the world. You would put on your menus that we proudly serve this particular bakery's buns. And then the bakery and their, their little shop would do the same thing for you. Our products are being served by this food truck. And that lets people know that, hey, we can go out and get some really good quality food from that food truck because they're selling that particular bread. You can also partner with other food trucks so that you can meet the minimum orders that Cisco and some of the other big distributors have. There's one guy that I know of that lives outside of Chicago where they have, Chicago has tons and tons of butchers and butcher shops and, and meat companies. So he gets a refrigerated truck every couple of weeks and drives up to Chicago and brings back several hundred pounds of meat for a handful of trucks. They all pitch in, pay for the gas, they get a real good deal on the meat because it's cheaper for them to go get it than to have the supplier bring it to them. So think outside the box. You're going to need insurance agents in your pocket. I know it's really easy to get online and just order your, your insurance and cross your fingers and hope you never ever need it. But you want an insurance agent on your side to explain all the different kind of insurance you need. The very least you need is property, liability, and commercial auto. That's the very least. And there's a whole myriad of other insurances that you could get. And you want to make sure that are covered within the policies, such as theft, such as income stabilization, and there's a bunch of others. But unless you're talking to an agent, you're not going to have the right kind of coverage. And in most cases, if you just ordered it offline, you're going to be poorly covered to the point where if you have to file a claim, They'll pay you the top line, but the top line is not as much as your claim. And they'll say, hey, it said right on the policy we have a $10,000 top limit. That $299 a year policy only goes up to ten grand. 
No one ever talks about that. So get an insurance agent so you get yourself covered. Health inspectors, introduce yourself to your inspectors. Let them know that you want to do things right and then get them to help you. They're a resource person. That's what they're there for, to protect the public. If you need a HACEP plan, for instance, they can help guide you on what needs to be on that plan. They need to know that you care about the business and want to get better. You want to increase your current level of knowledge. Because at some point, they will start to respect you and then you know what happens? Your inspections get infinitely easier. Once they know that you're serious about following the rules and regulations, they'll come in, give a cursory look and go, awesome job, here's your A, I'm out. You want to have maintenance men already lined up. And depending upon your skills, you may have to have maintenance men for everything. Have them lined up long before you need them. We're talking about truck maintenance, the engine maintenance, taking care of the physical part of the truck. Whatever tows your vehicle, you need to have somebody that knows how to work on that kind of stuff. Somebody that can come out and help you when a tire blows. You want to have that stuff lined up so you're not panicked on your cell phone going, Hey Siri, hey Google, trying to find somebody that will come out in the middle of the night to help change a tire. Have that stuff lined up. There are such things as maintenance contracts where somebody will come in for a monthly fee and do the little piddly maintenance that needs to be done on equipment. If you live in a big enough city, there's a bunch of them that'll have maintenance contracts. But in any case, get that repairman lined up for everything. Not only the truck, but also refrigeration repairman, AC repair if you need it. Someone that can actually work on the equipment. Know who those people are before you have a problem. Definitely you want to approach the Small Business Administration or SCORE or find yourself a mentor, somebody that has food business experience that can help you through the little hiccups you might have. That's what I do. You pay to have a coach, but you got to have somebody that can help guide you. Then, of course, you're going to need staff at some point, whether it's going to be you and your spouse and children or people that you don't already know, but you need to figure out how am I going to find those people and then how am I going to train them? Because what you think in your mind, how things are going to operate and how that perfection is to you still has to be communicated to your spouse, to your children, and there has to be some procedure so that you can get the results that you've been looking for, whatever your dream is, whether it's five-minute service or 10-minute service or whatever the speed is, unless you train somebody and that includes your kids that includes your spouse they won't produce what your dream is no matter how much you talk about it it's role playing and let's get it done so that's just a quick list of some of the people that you're going to need when you go to establish your business so far we talked about the reason why you're doing this business we talked about the research you got to do we talked about the menu and all the equipment that's going to be associated with the food that's on the menu and now we talked about people you got to have to help you get your business going and help to keep your business in operation once you get open. So that takes us through those chapters in the book. we still got several more to go. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I've got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.